There are a lot of property renovation shows out there, including the imminent return of the Fixer Upper show featuring Chip and Joanna Gaines. And because we're flooded with that kind of content, we tend to think of property makeovers as this incredibly expensive process that takes time and lots of money. But that's simply not true. In today's podcast, we'll be discussing how just a few minor tweaks to your rental property can result in a major boost to your rental revenue by updating your rental property on a budget. Stay tuned and we'll get started in just a minute. Hi everybody, my name is Chris and I want to thank you for joining us for another value-packed Tenant Cloud podcast. If you want to be a more informed, better educated and successful landlord, then stay tuned. With over a decade of property management experience, we bring you short and sweet, bite-sized pieces of incredibly valuable property management tidbits in 15 minutes or less. So there's a lot of shows out there uh, that cover renovations and property makeovers and all these shows that feature um, all of these people that a lot of them, you've probably know quite a few of the shows that are out there. Um, everybody from Chip and Joanna Gaines to the tiny house um, show where they go around and build tiny houses or help be- people build tiny houses. And um, all of these things, they typically have these budgets that are pretty expensive. Um, like, for instance, uh, Love It or List It, they tend to spend fifty, seventy, eighty, hundred thousand dollars $100,000 on these major budgets to overhaul, completely overhaul these properties. And and same thing with Chip and Joanna Gaines. The budget is usually somewhere between thirty to fifty, and sometimes even more than that, thousands of dollars to change the way that a property looks. And so a lot of people, when they go into the rental industry and into being a landlord, they kind of get that same um, type of feeling that that is the amount of money that they're going to have to spend in order to completely renovate a property or to change the way that a property looks or to change the appeal of a property. And not all the time is that actually true. In fact, most properties, as long as they're in a good livable condition, don't require thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to make it more appealing to someone. And of course, it's dependent on whether or not you do some of the work yourself or if you have friends or family members who are working with you who have the the tools and the skill sets to be able to do certain things and of course, what exactly it is you're trying to do. But in this podcast, we wanted to touch on a few things that you can do that are very simple, things you can do on a very low budget to be able to switch things up for your rental and make it more appealing to more renters or to a specific renter demographic. And so the first thing we wanted to touch on is high quality doesn't always mean expensive. What do I mean by that? I personally love and my wife loves going to Ikea because Ikea has a lot of great stuff that you can either use it in and of itself, the product in and of itself, or you can take that product, that basic product that Ikea might sell, and you can actually convert it into something else. For instance, we got a table from Ikea that has a top that we don't, we're not necessarily in love with, but the table itself, along with the benches, was under, I believe, $100. And what we're about to do is we're about to convert that table into a very nice table by simply swapping out the top. And it's going to cost us still less than $150 to do that. And for the type of table that we're about to convert into changeover, 
into something new, something different, something more pricey, uh, is it doesn't take a lot of skill set either. It's very simple to do. And so we've taken something that cost a grand total of less than $150 and turned it into a product that is actually, by the time we're done with it, it's probably going to be more like a three to $400 table. And so you you don't have to always go with the most expensive thing as long as you're willing to put in a little bit of work for it. Now, not just that, but you don't, for instance, you if you go into your kitchen and the cabinets are good, they're in good condition, they're just maybe dated a little bit. You don't have to replace the entire kitchen. You can take the doors off, for instance. A lot of my rental properties, what I've done over the years is the doors are typically a dead giveaway of how old a cabinet set is whether it's the hinges or the design on the doors or the paint color or the paint itself, a lot of those things are dead giveaways of the age of a kitchen. And so if you want to update a kitchen and bring it up to modern standards, then a lot of times it's a simple matter of changing the paint, putting a new coat of paint, sanding them down to get rid of some of the imperfections on it, or changing out the hardware on the cabinet doors, including the hinges. Maybe you want to go with a hidden, like a European hidden hinge versus the old school hinges from the 60s, 70s, and 80s where they're visible from the outside of the cabinet door. Um, you can change all of that relatively easily without having to spend a fortune on getting all brand new cabinet doors or swapping out all of the cabinets and that type of thing. And now, if you're able to do some of the work yourself, even when you're doing those smaller projects like painting or sanding or swapping out the hinges or the hardware on the doors, you're going to save more and more money the work, more work that you're able to do. Now, if you can pay someone else to do it and you can get a decent price on it, then by all means do that, especially if other work that you can do in relationship to your business is going to generate more revenue as opposed to you spending that same amount of time trying to do a project like that that's going to eat up your time and eat into your overall revenue. If it's not, it's not always saving you money by doing something yourself if you can earn more money doing something else while paying somebody to do that project. So just keep that in mind when you are um, thinking about doing any type of work on your own and trying to save money. You might not actually be saving money on that project. Um, another idea for cabinet doors, um, just to throw this out there, is a lot of times I would have solid doors that were installed in the 60s and 70s. It was just a, it's basically just a board that was cut into the shape of a door and hinges were attached to it and they would put it on a cabinet. And so what I would have um, my contractor do is I would have them put the, a basically a trim piece on the outside of the door all around it and turn it into kind of like a shaker cabinet. And then they would just sand it down, paint it, all that good stuff. And it would literally look like a shaker cabinet door. And it didn't cost more than 15 bucks a door at most to do that and to paint it. Whereas if we had bought that same type of door with that same grade and same quality of wood that it was originally built with, with that design, we would have been running at least two to three times that cost as opposed to what it costs just to take the, the door off of the thing, take the door off the hinges, off the cabinets, put the little trim piece on it, sand it down, paint it, reinstall it. Boom, done. You got shaker cabinets. And so little stuff like that are ways that you can upgrade without having to pay an enormous dollar amount to do it. Some of the biggest impact areas that you're going to have are going to be the kitchen and the bathroom areas. We did a uh, quick um, 
a quick poll on this with some property managers, landlords, and tenants um, about what are the things that added the most value to the rental property. And overwhelmingly, people said that 57.4% of the respondents said that kitchen upgrades were the biggest thing, would have the biggest impact on the overall added value to a rental property. Uh, number two was more house plants. Number three was landscaping updates. And number four was minimalistic decorations. So that just goes to show you how big of a deal a kitchen upgrade is. And um, I don't think it was an option in the poll, but I believe that bathroom upgrades are also up there too. If you look at some other research out there, bathroom and kitchen upgrades are two of the biggest um, returns for value on a rental property or just any rent, any property in general. So the other thing that, um, and I just touched on it, is house plants make the space more inviting. So if you want to um, make your rental property feel more inviting, then definitely when you're staging it, you want to think about adding some type of house plants into that space. And if you can incorporate um, hanging plants onto like a porch area or things like that on the exterior of the property, all of those things add to the curb appeal of the property if you can do that type of stuff on the outside, not just on the inside, but also on the outside as well. Um, but you also don't want to go overboard because not everybody is all in on house plants and some people uh, find them off-putting. And so you just want to make it something subtle, but something that adds a little bit of color to the space and makes things feel a little bit more welcoming. It's an easy upgrade. You can get some house plants um, from any big box store like Home Depot or Lowe's or even Walmart from the garden center for relatively cheap, just a few bucks, 10, 15 bucks at most, you can get some decent house plants that really just add a splash of color, that little nice touch. Uh, for instance, in my house, I have a, a really small, it's like a cactus plant, but it adds a really nice little touch when you put it on like the windowsill uh, in the kitchen right by the, the, the kitchen sink. It just adds a nice little splash of green and the cactus and it's got a nice little jar that it sits in and it's low maintenance. It, literally you put water in it once, maybe every two or three months. So even if you're not a green thumb, you're not going to kill the thing because it pretty much is a plant that will survive anything. So that's a small way that you can also improve your rental space on a budget. The other thing that you want to do is other things outside of house plants is minimalistic decorations. Now you don't have to go crazy on stuff, just decorating your rental property in a simple, uh, very easy on the eyes way, such as maybe um, refurbishing uh, some type of chairs that you might get off of like Craigslist for free or off of Facebook Marketplace for a few bucks. People are constantly getting rid of different chairs and tables and other furniture. And so a lot of times they even give it for free because they've went out and bought something new and they just need to get it off of their property or out of their rental or whatever they're moving. And so you can pick up a lot of great stuff. Um, a close friend of mine actually uh, does a lot of that and she stages a lot of her rental properties just from stuff that she's acquired over a period of time. And she's constantly rotating stuff out and she'll go pick stuff up. Even if she's not going to do something with it immediately, she'll go pick stuff up and she'll put it in her garage or in her um, shed or barn or whatever, and she'll get around to it later when she has a rental property that she wants to update the interior decorations of it or whatever. Or if she's having professional photos taken of a new rental property, then a lot of times she will go and pull one of those things out of 
um, the shed and she'll work on it and sand it down, maybe give it a new color of paint, maybe do something with it, add something to it, take something away, etc. And so that's another way that you can do things on a budget is even if you're not going to use something now, if you keep an eye out for good deals like that on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or wherever it may be, you can find a lot of really high quality stuff, real wood products, not stuff from uh, Walmart or Ikea even or any of those places. You can actually find really, really, really high quality stuff if you keep an eye out for it. And even if you're not going to use it right now, if you have a place to keep it, you can store it away. And when the time comes, you can pull that thing out and you can uh, do a little bit of work on it, touch it up, and you'll have a brand new piece of furniture for your rental property. And so you can do that with vintage dining chairs, old kitchen chairs. You can do it with tables, lamps, all kinds of stuff. There's so many projects out there and you can go to pretty much any DIY uh, site out there and there's all kinds of different ideas and concepts and things like on Pinterest that you can check out and there's so much creativity out there for things you can do that would really just brighten up a space or warm a space up or just give it a different uh, look and feel just by doing little things here and there and you can do all of that on a budget. The other thing you want to do is you want to make sure that you're resolving any minor maintenance issues that may have come up. Maybe if, if it's deferred maintenance issues, things that you've been putting off or maybe things that the resident didn't report. You want to make sure that you're doing your walkthroughs of your rental property after a tenant moves out and make sure that you're really paying attention to the little things. Try to look at it through the lens of somebody seeing your rental property for the very first time. They just walked in the door and what are their eyes going to be drawn to? And so things like baseboards, if your baseboards are aged or any type of the trim is aged, people's eyes are typically drawn to lines. And if you have a lines in your rental, such as baseboards, trim, maybe a door is out of alignment, uh, even if it's small stuff like that, you want to make sure that you're trying to address those. And uh, again, it, even if it's something that doesn't seem like it's a major deal, it could be if somebody walks into the door and they see that your baseboard is from the 1970s and it started to uh, fall apart and you haven't replaced it. You might have just thrown a new coat of paint on it, but it's obvious that it's deteriorated from its original state. And so swapping stuff like that out, um, just small repairs, uh, whether it's a, a paint chip or whether it's your... Uh, maybe you had your interior painted or you painted it. And maybe you got some paint on to an AC vent cover. Maybe if you take that vent cover off and soak it in some paint thinner and get that paint off of there. Little things like that. Even if everything else in the rental is perfect, people will notice little things and little things can turn people off from your rental. So uh, don't spend too much time on stuff like that, but it's important to resolve minor issues like that when you come across them, especially if you do walk into the rental and you're looking at it through the lens of a first-time viewer of your rental, and you're like, wow, yeah, actually, that would kind of catch my attention. Maybe I should address that. Then you probably should address it, even if it's something small. So uh, definitely drive by your rental property on occasion. Make sure that you take a look at it in different light. Maybe there's something you didn't see the last time you were there. Anything that stands out to you, you should really be fixing. And then, of course, your typical stuff like especially if somebody hasn't been living in the rental for a while, you want to check things like the smoke detector batteries, make sure those are swapped out. Um, make sure that you've, if you've got gas in the rental, that you have a gas uh, CO detector, that type of stuff. Make sure it's installed properly. Make sure it's working. 
uh, you want to make sure you do all those little things, um, not just for appeal, but also for safety. And you can even let people know that when you're touring with them that, yeah, we've updated all the stuff. We changed out all the batteries. Uh, we change them out every six months, yada, yada, yada. Those things are important to people. And so it's important for you to put some emphasis on those things. And so uh, deferred maintenance, you want to make sure you're paying attention to that. And that pretty much wraps up our um, little podcast here, just discussing uh, how you can update your rental property on a budget. Um, there are a few other things you can do with light fixtures and things like that. So definitely take a look at your property. Uh, try to look at it with a fresh um, set of eyes. Try to just kind of look at it from a renter, renter's perspective and maybe look at some other properties that are for rent in your area and just kind of compare your property with that one and see what they've done versus what yours looks like. Um, maybe your fixtures, your light fixture on the outside porch hasn't been updated in the past five or 10 years and trends have kind of moved away from what you had installed previously and you can put something up new or just to give it a fresh look. Uh, like that industrial look like now a lot of people are into the industrial light fixtures so something like that even small things like that you can get a nice exterior light fixture for 10 15 20 bucks if you don't know how to swap out the wiring for it you can pay an electrician or somebody handyman to come in out and do it for 50 60 bucks and swap it out it's a cheap upgrade 60 100 150 bucks max you can swap it out and give your your exterior of your property a little bit of a lift uh, same thing with landscaping edging um, weed eating, all that good stuff, keeping it mowed, those things, they're all cheap things. They're all things you should be doing anyway, but really putting an emphasis on those things. A lot of people neglect edging their lawns and edging makes a huge difference when it, especially when it comes to a rental property. Uh, it gives it those nice clean cut lines along the sidewalks, along the driveway, the front of the property, along the garden beds, all of that stuff. Maybe swapping out some of the, the garden bed edging um, so that it gives it a new, uh, look and feel to it. Little stuff like that. There's a hundred, hundreds of ideas out there for doing stuff like that. And all of those things can be done on a budget, especially if you do a little bit of the work yourself, like I was saying, or it's just minor touch-ups. So as always, we thank you for joining us for this tenant cloud podcast. And if you have found value in any of the information we've shared, um, I hope that you have time to implement these things. It'll make a big difference in your overall revenue for your rental property, uh, curb appeal, and just paying attention to uh, what people care about when they walk into a rental for the first time. Those are going to be that those two things are huge for you when it comes to rental revenue and for getting your rental leased faster and for a higher dollar amount. And there's plenty of research out there that talks all about those things. Um, but just wanted to bring it to your attention. And if you found value in it, please feel free to share it with anybody that you know who you think might benefit from it. And you can also check out this information and more about this at our blog, which is at tenantscloud.com forward slash blog. And you can listen to our podcasts anywhere on Apple, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, uh, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you can find the Tenant Cloud Podcast. Again, thank you for listening and we'll look forward to talking with you next time.